Well, very good morning to all our listeners. We're happy to have our ATU students uh, with us today for our podcast, the Train Lang podcast. And with me is uh, Stefan. Stefan, happy to have you with me again today. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Pete. I'm happy to be here too. Excellent, very good. And we look forward to to a nice podcast. And today we're going to talk about something that our students may be familiar with or they hear quite often, especially if they're at school. And that is imperatives. Imperatives and uh, in the context of giving directions. So, Stefan, you know, this, this podcast is aimed at our learners who, who want to improve their understanding um, of these concepts. And so in this podcast, we're going to cover the basics of imperatives. What are they? Uh, how do we use them? And we're going to help our students to uh, practice using imperatives. So first of all, let's, uh, let's talk about imperatives and giving directions. What are imperatives? Please, Stefan. So imperatives are orders, commands, okay? Así que para dar órdenes, para dar instrucciones claras, es igual que en español, el impera, los imperativos son órdenes, pues son muy directos. And to do this, what we do is we just, we, we take out the subject. Instead of saying, you stand up, okay, we say, stand up. O sea, quitamos el sujeto de la frase y con quitar el sujeto ya tenemos una orden, un imperativo. En vez de decir, uh, no sé, you open the door, directamente, open the door. Good. Excellent. Very, very good, Stefan. Can you think of any other, can you think of any other examples that we can use uh, in imperatives? Yes. We can say, for example, stop. Yeah. Instead of saying you stop, we say stop or listen. Okay. And something to remember with imperatives is that if we want to say who needs to do that, si queremos decir quién tiene que hacer esa orden o cumplir esa orden, podemos decir el nombre de la persona, pero hacemos una pausa antes. I could say, for example, Matthew. Stand up, okay? I wouldn't say Matthew, stand up, okay? You need to... Cuando escribimos esa imperativa, esa orden, ponemos una coma. Entonces diríamos, Jonathan, coma. Stop walking, okay? Uh, y también los imperativos, cuando queremos hacerlos un poquito más educados para que no suene tan... 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 sargento, eh, podemos añadir al final un please. So I would say, Peter, don't touch that, please. <laughs> yeah, very good. That's a, it's a nice example there, uh, Stefan, also. And remember, it's important. Uh, imperatives can come across in two ways. No? They can come across as uh, inviting the listener to, to comply. Mm -hmm. um, although it's an imperative and instruction, it's given in a kind way and the, the listener is more inclined to cooperate. Mm -hmm. But imperatives can also be given in a way that, hey, you know, the tone of voice, the tone of voice, how we say something uh, is also important. 
uh, with yes. uh, when it comes to imperative. So we need to watch our tone of voice. Uh, it's not so much what we say, but it's how we say something uh, yeah. is is important. You know. That's true. I was thinking while you were talking about the, for example, be quiet. <laughs> be quiet is an imperative. Okay, the verb to be. Okay, is an infinitive. Be quiet, and you can say please be quiet. Exactly. Okay? Or be quiet, please. So the the tone in which you say be quiet can be <laughs> quite harsh. Exactly. Oh, very good. Uh, some other examples of imperatives is uh, you know when you're crossing the streets. You're on the street, you need to cross the streets. Look both ways, you know, mm -hmm. before crossing the streets. That's an imperative. Or uh, what about this one, uh, Stefan? Maybe our listeners have heard this often and maybe they don't like it so much. Uh, finish your homework. ¿Cómo se dice en español? Termina los deberes. Okay. All right. Very good. Excellent. Sí. Si los profesores usamos muchos imperativos en clase todo el tiempo. <laughs> Open your books, close your books, stand <laughs> up, sit down, sing the song, repeat after me. <laughs> That's exactly. so many. And, and if you are teaching little children, let's jump, you know, yes. jump, sit down, stop talking, stop hitting him. <laughs> good. Yeah, excellent. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. So that was uh, imperatives. We've got some very good uh, examples there for our listeners. Now, how do we use... Uh, imperatives when uh, giving directions. Well, this is important, eh? Because, yes. you know, giving directions is an important part of communication, especially when we are, are traveling or we needing to, to do something. Uh, it's important for us to uh, be clear and use concise language so that we don't uh, confuse the listeners. You know, mm -hmm. we, want, we want to avoid any kind of uh, confusion. Can you give us some examples, uh, Stefan, of uh, giving directions? Yep. We can say like turn right or turn left Good. at the traffic light. So when we want to say something somewhere specific, we use at. Good. And this one we're going to use a lot. We're going to hear a lot. Turn right at the traffic light. And if it's a street, okay, we can say turn right on the main street. Good. Okay. Excellent. Other ones that we can use, for example, go straight for three blocks. If you're giving directions, go straight for three blocks. Mm -hmm. uh, take the second exit on the roundabouts. Others can be a walk two blocks and turn right at the corner. Mm-hmm. And and I think we need to translate the the, the second one you said. Mm. Take the second exit on the roundabout. So una rotonda, okay? That's a roundabout. And we and we take exits. ¿no? Tomamos la segunda salida. We take the second exit on the roundabout. Okay. And we need to if you need to review in on at, uh, then we encourage you to listen to one of our podcasts on those. Uh, because we use a lot when giving directions uh, yeah. in on at prepositions of place. Very good. So it's good for our listeners to to try and review that podcast mm -hmm. uh, because we we use prepositions a lot. Uh, obviously, also when giving uh, imperatives, using imperatives, giving directions. 
So really, in, in each of these examples, we can see that the speaker is using imperatives to give directions. Mm -hmm. And of course, they're always followed by a preposition, eh? at, on, or to. So it's important to note, uh, Stefan, that uh, giving directions involves using the imperative form of the verb to be. So for example, the museum is on your right, or the bus stop is across the street. Okay, it's important to, to keep in mind. Any other information, Stefan, about when giving directions? What yep. do we need to be aware of? Um, when giving directions, many times we some some verbs they indicate a direction. Like we we don't say go uh, hospital. We say go to the hospital. Just like listen, you know, we need to say yes. listen to. And that indicates to what we need to listen to or in what direction uh, go. Or for example, go into, okay? It also indi it indicates the direction in which that action is happening. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's quite clear. Yeah, excellent. So it makes your directions clearer and also easier to understand, no? So that's, imp that's important. Let's put all of this into context. Hey, Stefan, what do you think? We do a dialogue for our listeners. Sure, no problem. And uh, we're going to use imperatives and we're going to give, in giving directions. All right, so what do you say? I start, hey, Stefan. Okay. I'll follow. Okay. Hey, Stefan, do you know how to get to the new restaurant in town? The new restaurant? Actually, yes, I do. It's actually pretty close. First, you need to turn left at the traffic light by the bank. And we'll just give Peter a few more seconds. So as you saw there, I said, you need to turn left at the traffic light by the bank. Okay, we can say next to the bank, but apart from saying next to the bank, we can also say by the bank. Hmm. Okay, so here you're giving me yep. instructions, eh? That's good. Okay, so let's continue. Got it. And then what do I do? Then keep going straight for two blocks and you will come to a roundabout. Take the second exit. Second exits at the roundabout. Got it. And then anything else I need to know? Yep. After you take the second exit, you will see a big sign that says Main Street on your right, okay? So the Main Street sign is on your right, turn right onto Main Street. Okay, I need to remember a lot here, hey, Stefan. So let me repeat, hey, turn right onto Main Street. Okay, I think, I think I've got that. And then what do I do? So keep going straight for three blocks and you will see a park on your left and the church on your right. Now the restaurant is just past the church on the right-hand side. Hey, you know what, Stefan, I think I see it. Great, thanks for the directions. No problem, just remember remember, remember to park <laughs> in the parking behind the restaurant. Will do, great, thanks for the directions, Stefan. <laughs> no problem. Good, hey, excellent, Stefan. So very simple, very simple dialogue there. And I noticed, uh, you gave me directions to the new restaurant using the imperatives. 
and also the common directional phrases that we that we use a turn left uh, go right mm -hmm. go straight sorry turn turn right yeah, and i like that because the conversation i had for example go straight for three blocks okay we, we we don't say go straight three blocks go straight for three blocks or also we take exits on the roundabout take the second yes. exit or turn right onto main street okay so you turn right and then you are on that street that's what it, that's what it means Good, excellent. So in this in this dialogue, uh, Stefan, is it possible for you to just uh, help our listeners? Let's see if we can identify some of the imperatives that we used here. Yep, so um, the first one I think I used, let me see if I go back, is take the second exit, mm. okay? Uh, then turn right onto Main Street, go straight for three blocks, keep going straight for three blocks, Good. Um, the another one would be park in the lot or park in the parking behind the restaurant. And that one, it was, it said, just remember to, that's also an imperative. Okay. Mm. I'm telling you that we could say it's a double imperative. Remember and do this. Yeah. <laughs> just good. remember to, but it's a polite way to do it. Excellent. Nice. Thanks. Thanks for, for identifying those um, imperatives for us. So let's uh, summarize, uh, Stefan, what have we learned? Let's see if we can help our listeners just to clarify some of the main points here. Well, imperatives and giving directions, they're super important. Eh? They're very important concepts in English language learning. They're used to give commands or instructions. At the same time, we need to remember how we say something is important. Okay, our tone of voice, uh, and then if our listeners practice these concepts, well, there's no doubt that they're going to uh, improve their communication skills and become more confident in their English abilities. And that's really what we want. Now, through these podcasts, we want to help our students develop the ability to have confidence in speaking English and using the language. So if our listeners would like to learn more uh, have a good lesson with uh, you, with Matthew, Jonathan, or any of the other teachers. Where can they go? Please, Stefan. So they need to go to www.campus.trainlang.com. And at Trainlang, we have a very good lesson on, on this topic. The students will first learn the vocabulary, then they will see it in use. They will do some activities first, and then they will have a lesson with us. And we have a mini game where they can give directions or receive directions. It's really well done. Excellent. Very good. So great. I hope our listeners have enjoyed the, the podcast, Jonathan. And again, uh, Stefan, thank you very much for, no problem. Uh, for your help and your support. And I hope our listeners have a good day. Bye-bye. And you too. Ciao. Bye-bye.